Wait, one second. Um, what episode number are we? <laughs> hey everybody and welcome to our eighth episode of Incongruent. <laughs> Thank you. This week we're gonna be talking about beauty. And speaking of which, we have a couple of guys that are decked out in face masks over here. So I'm really excited for what they have to say. I think face masks is a common topic for all our guys. So um, I'm really excited to find out what's going on with y'all. Um, so let's start off with Hashim. What's on your face? Hello, Emna. Uh, on my face is a charcoal mask. I stole this from my sister around 30 minutes ago. Just for this episode, that's how much I care about you guys. And uh, I don't really know how I'm going to take it off. But other than the face mask, I really, uh, I use a lot of coconut oil for my beauty and wellness. Because I have very dry, coarse hair. So the coconut oil try, try to, tries to bring it back to humanity. Tries to make it feel human. So it's softer, you know. It's a little bit, you know, touchable. So uh, coconut oil is really important for me. But other than, other than that, I don't, I don't really do much. So yeah, that's me. Um, thank you, Hashim, for that very interesting um, little talk. And you have a gorgeous head of hair on you, so it makes sense why you would have to use a lot of oil and stuff to keep it going. Um, Arjun, you seem to be very happy about that. Tell us about what you have for us today. What I have with me is sort of a face mask uh, where uh, so, uh, what is my sort of the secret ingredient to face masks is turmeric because Ooh. of its antioxidant properties. Uh, it pretty much helps out uh, to luster my skin. So, what, uh, what I use is like I use raw turmeric, like not the turmeric powder, the raw turmeric. Uh, and I uh, like it'll be uh made into a fine paste okay and i'll add some yogurt add some potato juice and uh a one capsule of vitamin e oil capsule like you get a sort of like a small capsule like that and uh some lemon juice and gram flow like okay it seems to be like sort of very eating sort of stuff but actually yeah i use all these stuff it's sort of like, it's basically uh, for lightening dark spots. Nice. You're a classic yeah. Indian Indian. That's a really nice um, face mask over there. I'm sure all our Indian moms would be very proud. <laughs> Pretty much because it's turmeric. All right, guys. So you heard Arjun. If you want lustrous skin, you're looking at raw turmeric. Thank you, Arjun. Um, Dan, you. how about you? I hear that you've done your nails all pretty for this segment. Yeah, so I really love nail art and um, manicure and pedicure for my nails since I care about my nails a lot compared to my face. Because I know I'm, I'm pretty. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so for my you nail art, I usually have a um, kit that has different tools. And I have an array of different nail polish colors. I think I have at least 30 to 35 of them. And Whoa. so far, yeah. And so far, what I do is that I look at a lot of color combinations. And my favorite one being gray and red, black and white, blue and purple. 
So um, I do different kinds of um, nail art. I can do French manicure. I can do marble. I can um, draw pandas or cherries because I have practice and everything is just done with one tool that is the dotting tool, which I have from um, my collection. I would want to um, say that if you're doing nail art, you have to have an essential kit, which one of them would be um, having an area of colors then it would be having a dotting tool. That's the main, um, the starter up for it. Then you can have a stamping kit. And after that, I think you can just um, have fake nails that um, do not have anything. So you can practice your uh, nail before you do it on your hand. You can, uh, mm. then you, ha you have to have a nail file because having bad nails is not what you want for doing nail art. Yeah, so that's mm. all for me. On average, how long does it take you to do your nails? Um, I think when it started, I think I took 30 minutes and now it's just uh, gone up to five to six minutes for me. Interesting. Steve, would you ever do your nails? I, yes, uh, I would not with a, not with a nail art, no. But uh, certainly for a manicure at certain particular moments in time, then yes, absolutely. Have you ever done one? Yes. Tell us about the experience. You go into the hair salon and while you're getting your hair cut and your beard, you ask for a manicure and then the lady comes beside and does the nails and chops off all of the dead finger bits and then Beautiful. polishes it and <laughs> th that's it. And then you have a cup of tea. That's, that's how it works. Lovely. Tell us about your nose strip. Now, the nose strip is much, much more interesting because this is a proper COVID thing. Uh, because as you know, when you're in COVID time, you're wearing a mask all the time. And so the, the bits which touch the mask are the bits where all the dirt congregates, right? And so the nose cleaning is something which people don't talk about, but it's as important as hand cleaning. In fact, perhaps more important, right? Because you don't get spots on your hands but you do get spots on your nose and they're the most painful spots that you can get and they look horrible. Right? So the nose strip is really, really cool. It's getting a little bit sort of um, uh, dry now and itchy because I've had it on for more than the five minutes it's supposed to be. And then, then, then you put it on with a bit of clean, clean your nose, you stick the strip on, leave it on for five minutes, and then you, 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 you rip it off. Ow. Ow. And you can see your nose is so much cleaner and nicer, and it feels so much better. And it has the other, the other bit, which is great, and I'm sure Hashem will appreciate it, is that when you look at the bottom, you can see all the little, like, bits it's pulled out of your nose. <laughs> it's great. Oh, my. Your nose also looks a lot redder than usual, but... I assume that the, that's just generally, that's also because when you are wearing the masks, it creates, um, it, there's a lot more sweat closer to the skin. So it's much more important to clean, clean, clean. The other thing I discovered over the course of COVID was Nivea cream. Because when you were washing your hands at the beginning, right, you ended up like, my hands were like destroyed. There was like skin hanging off them, like, and it was like the walking dead when I came home. And so Graphic. then. Then I got the Nivea cream and I started just to, to make sure the hands were moisturized after you washed up. And then I started putting drops on my face as well. And I found that that was quite helpful. And it's keeping myself back to the youthful looks that I 
that I looked a couple of years ago. <laughs> we love it. Quarantine, but make it fashion. Thank you, Steve, for your um, quarantine tips. I will definitely go buy myself some Nivea cream for my hands now. Um, Zainab, I hear that you have a lot of great content for us today. So would you like to hit us with it? You know, hearing everyone have those uh, great tips and ideas, um, I think I want to jump into um, a little bit more um, into depth about, you know, natural beauty versus the cosmetic beauty that we have, which is the current fad and people are, you know, obsessing over becoming beautiful from the outside, you know. Um, well, my debate is more about the definition of beauty, which to me is elusive, you know. There is no one definition. Um, and it and completely depends on your own perspectives on what you want to do with it. Um, and while people say that, you know, applying, uh, you know, these Kai High products from MAC and Sephora can make you look like a good person. But what I believe is that people are trying to hide behind those rather than, you know, um, portray or beautify themselves. So I think that is the kind of conversation that um, teens and you know, uh, tweens should have in such such an age, um, especially because because of the trend and how the society is pushing men and women both into becoming more beautiful mm -hmm. with uh, products rather than trying to have personal growth of any sense. So I think what I'm trying to say here is that we make a difference about this, um, and I say this coming from. Uh, a beauty industry because I've done um, you know makeup courses and been a model so many times so when I'm there I know what people want um, and if I talk about my personal experiences I've dealt with a lot of acne and pigmentation before on my skin and that's something it's which is not appreciated which has always made me look like uh, oh my god you know she doesn't have great skin and whatever which which you know exponentially decreases self-confidence so well learning from all of that before we had this uh podcast uh i i did look up through all of that and i and i learned that makeup is completely about what you're inside and how much you want to grow and beautify yourself from the inside because our world is already full of beauty and we're all made that way and life itself it's like the greatest reality because that's where the real beauty lies so that's what you have to learn thanks the, the, it, interestingly i saw a thing on google uh there was a seminar that google gave over the the, the covid period where it explained that people had moved away from makeup influences to skincare influences because people weren't going outside they were more interested in maintaining their uh, the, 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 the physical health of their skin, which I think is okay. I think right. it's I think it's fine. I don't know. My, my opinion is that it's fine to look after the physical health. I think when I was your ages, I was not so bothered. But now I, I do get dry skin because it, I'm decomposing now. Skincare and beauty are not exactly the same thing well skincare is having like a fresh glowing skin without marks whatsoever and beauty is just trying to like makeup is trying to hide everything and not working on yourself so if you're if you're into skincare yes you're looking after yourself but when you do makeup you're not you're trying to hide all your imperfections which is which is 
what I was talking about that, you know, stop hiding. So maybe, yeah, take care of skin because that's very important for good makeup anyways. And there's a study I'm doing at the moment on people's preparation for being on these webinars. And apparently, even if we're on a virtual background, the ladies still use makeup before they get on. So they still get themselves dressed up as if they're going out. Um, what do you think of that? Is that like a continuation of the oppression of women or what? what is it? Is that fun or is that a bad thing? What do you think? Um, I don't think it's necessarily oppression of women. I think women in general are conscious of their appearance. Um, so I put on lipstick before I came onto this um, because I would normally put on lipstick if I left my house. Um, so yeah, I guess it just makes my face like look better. I want to enhance my look as I'm coming on and meet other people. Um, and I don't want to look like I just rolled out of my bed at 12.30 because that is exactly what I did. Um, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so um, I think also a part of it um, with makeup is people just want to look nice and fancy because you can use like concealer and foundation and whatever to hide um, things on your face that maybe look like you rolled out of bed at 1230. But at the same time, um, there are folks that use a lot of like color and glitter and things like that on their eyes. Um, and like something sparkly on your lips and that doesn't really hide anything but it does sort of like enhance their features and it tells you that you have the patience to um, stand with eyeliner behind your mirror for 30 minutes um, and yeah it, it also tells people you're a good artist and you have a knack for color um, so yeah I think it's um, it is that we do want to make ourselves more presentable um, and that we do have the tendency to hide flaws on our face but at the same time it is that um we just want to look pretty okay. Okay. uh and you mentioned glittery stuff like this what about tattoos are tattoos beauty are tattoos skincare are we pro or against uh not because a lot of people use tattoos uh, as a symbol to show that they care about something which i'm totally against it became something like the, it's a trend of having regrettable tattoos. Just having a tattoo of whatever you feel like. Oh, I'm a chef. Let me get a tattoo of some forks and knives. Oh, uh, I'm African. Let me get a tattoo of a, of a tribal mask. No. Um, I care about stuff too, but that doesn't mean that I have to put a portrait of it on my body and have it inked into my skin to mean that I care about it. And also, you can't uh, donate blood after you get a tattoo, your red blood cells get infected with ink, so you can't even donate. Dan, what do you think? Tattoo or not? Um, honestly, I just feel like it depends on the person. But in my personal opinion, I think that I would say that um, getting a tattoo kind of has an emotional value because um, you don't get a tattoo that makes no sense, and it's and it's something um, like. I've I've seen um I've seen one of my cousins get a tattoo before and um for him he uh put something that um that, that was a boy on a beach inside a circle and something like that and it depicted that um he liked his mom a lot and his mom was not there with him and it was an emotional value for him. So I think sometimes tattoos can be good and I just I I'm I'm not against it, but yeah. Not sure what to say, but I think it has an emotional value in it. So 
people can depend if they want a tattoo or not. Talking about what Hashim said about tattoos, I am a guy who actually uses not sort of inked tattoos, but temporary tattoos. Like a tattoo that stays for like two weeks. Like, okay, I just do that for sort of entertainment, but it's like not harming my skin in one way. It's just that, okay, if I rub that with coconut oil, it'll go, definitely. And uh, speaking about Imna saying lipstick, I have a sort of a thing, uh, like I use talcum powders before going on live stream. Like I will do, I, I will, I'll do a face wash with the Boots' uh, green tea with aloe vera face wash. And then after that, I use a Pons talcum powder to get myself like, okay, so that, that doesn't make me look that I'm sweaty. Okay. <laughs> My oil heads and all those. So yeah, that talcum is talcum powder out there. Represent which which talcum powder? I might get some myself. What is it? Pons. 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 There you go. The pink one too. Okay, the pink the pink <laughs> pons. Uh, that that's great. I because I do a lot of these these chats. So that's 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 a good thing to think about. That's that's good. It's better than coming on looking like creature from swamp. Yes, Hashim, yes, I was really. <laughs> I think, like, um, with henna, it's, like, a, more of a traditional kind of thing. So it's very mm -hmm. popular in India, um, which is where I'm from. And um, if you notice, on International Day um, at Middlesex University, we have some henna stalls where you would have these little people camped out. Um, they're just representing their shop. Maybe they do that for a living. Um, and they have like these little nice mats that you can sit at and then um, you can pick your decoration. They have usually like a collection um, and then they would just draw it on for you and they're very skillful at it. And you'd find that a lot of people just like line up um, to get this done, even though it's super hot and sweating, it is worth it. Um, I was one of such people that did line up and I really, really loved what she did on my hand. It was so pretty. Um, and she was a lovely person. I got to talk to her and you know, we just had a really nice chat as we were waiting because it does take a while. Um, you might need a bit of patience as you're waiting there. But yeah, it was a really fun experience. I really like getting it with friends um, because then, you know, you all just get to like compare designs and talk about it. And, you know, it's, it's just a really fun experience. Uh, and then on a final note, then Instagram followers, we have many many of these makeup instagrammers out there from class or what have you uh there's divya she's at divs glams i don't know whether you follow she's always somehow appearing on my feed in my search box she's always doing something on tiktok but we have like so many uh do you get influenced by these instagram beauticians Zainab, you've been in the industry. You say, what, what, what's, 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 are there any of the, what, what do you think of these Instagram makeup things where they? Okay, um, not necessarily influence. Like, oh my god, I want to um, look like that. But maybe I, I practice. I practice on other people. I practice on my sister a lot because there's like a bazillion styles and um, you know things that you can do with makeup and colors. So I practice on other people, but I wouldn't necessarily want that for myself. Anybody else follow Instagram bloggers or anything else? No? I do. And that is um, sort of like a part of my job from before. 
um, I was working at Cosmo earlier and I had to, you know, like be on track with whoever is new, whoever is putting out great content. Um, and sometimes we have to write articles on them um, and we would post on them and things like that. Um, so because, again, it was that kind of industry, um, I had to be like watching them closely. But um, I think um, so my I, I wasn't necessarily a person that would look at these sort of accounts before. But um, I think after being exposed to them for a longer period of time now, when I see them just occasionally pop up on my feed, I'm like, oh, wow, that's actually really pretty. That probably took her a lot of time to do. And that's really unique. And I would see these like little details of it that I didn't see before. And I guess I've just come to appreciate um, such bloggers and those guys who um, whose feet are just really like covered with these things um, because they sort of like it's sort of their brand you know it's something that they have to develop um it takes a lot of skill it takes a lot of patience um it is also important to be looking at what's inside of you um and you know the beauty that comes from inside of you is far more important and that's something we can all go away thinking about and thank you beautiful listeners for tuning in to this week's episode of incongruent (laughs) 